This episode of the podcast is brought to you in part by Nenecita Sorbetes, the Filipino ice cream. It's a coconut milk-based ice cream made with real coconuts. It aims to bring back the nostalgia of ice cream that was peddled in the streets of the Philippines. Uh, Nenecita Sorbetes is proudly made in the humble town of Alay in Bukidnon. Just message them at their page and mention the word HUGE UPSIDE and get 10% off on all the packages you ordered. Again, HUGE UPSIDE once you message them at their page. Wow! Now that's a HUGE UPSIDE. Hey guys, we have a very wonderful episode for you as we have Mr. Dan Menyes. He is a filmmaker, an animator, and overall an artist. Dan is currently in the project with Comunidad Sacanto. Um, they're they're going to be releasing a music video this July 8th with a band called Sulo. They are the new and upcoming band here in CDOC. So you guys check it out as the artists in CDO are booming. They say music is dead. I don't believe that because they, these guys are going to be the next level and they're going to bring the bring back the music in CDOC. Anyway, you guys check them out on July 8th as they release their music video for the song Kawalan. Here we are again in another episode of Huge Upside, where health you, me, we matter. A synthesis of all what makes us physically and mentally happy. A retreat from the daily buzz of life. Basically, where health, fitness, nutrition, and life around it collide. Um, we have a very special episode for tonight. Uh, for this episode of the podcast, we have the one and only, the filmmaker, the animator, the guy, the artist, the legend of Mr. Dan Menyes. How are you, bro? How are you? What's up? Good to be here. Thank you for having me, guys. Ah, uh, no problem, man. So, like, it's good that you be uh, you have given the time. Uh, to spend time with us here in our in our episode, we're very glad. We were honored that you're here. You're a very intriguing guest. You know why? Not only are you my good friend, one of my closest friends actually, but you're a legend, bro. <laughs> like you may not, you you may never know that you're a legend, but you are. Like so, give us a shout out, man. Like, how are you, bro? Like, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. Um, I've been actually I've been stuck here in Cagayan de Oro for maybe around four months now. I think since the lockdown started, uh, basically because I I really miss home. I haven't been home for like maybe two two years more. I, th- I don't think I've been home in Cagayan for like two years already. So I I was really feeling really homesick. Um, for the past two years I've just been working in Manila. So you mentioned that. You were in Manila for the past two years. You haven't been home. Yes. You haven't yes. been like uh, you haven't. But you always we always been in touch, right? So I haven't seen you for a long time. You're two years in Manila. You were working as a filmmaker. Are you like in a production company or you're like doing it on your own? Uh, what, um, what are you working there? Currently, right now, I am working with uh, two of my other friends. 
um, we actually have we're trying to start our own production company. It's called Vision Vision Yard Studios. So I've done since nice. the end of the end of late last year. We've we've done a few projects, and I think it's doing good, man. But since COVID happened, um, I've been actually stuck here. So. It's also been locked down, so no, no shoots are really going on right now. So it's, it's fine oh. that I'm here. So like, how are they? How are your friends? There? How are your partners? I think they're doing good. I think they're they're fine there. But just dealing with uh, the quarantine in general, I think it's hard for everybody. Yo, Dan. Hey, what's up, man? Just, how are you? Just to give just to give you a heads up, we're already talking about filmmaking. Like uh, Dan is like cool. Dan is talking about his experience in Manila, not being home for two years. So, yeah, go ahead, yeah, Dan. Yeah, man, you had, a, you had a hiatus, man. Like, where you been all this time, bro? I, I have been grinding, grinding, trying to uh, um, step step up the game, step step up my game, actually. Yeah, yes. I've seen you. I've seen I've seen your channel before on YouTube, man. Like, that was fun. Oh, that was that was just the start of it, man. Like. Uh, that's actually what got me, semi, semi got me into filmmaking. I mean, it was a good start for me to learn how to edit and everything. But um, actually, after my the last vlog that I made in Tokyo, that was the one that actually got me a lot of jobs. Oh, that, that was oh. the one actually that um, helped me man, that get was a lot sick. of jobs. Because of doing that, the video. postcard that's... video, the yes, postcard yes. video. Yeah, man, that was sick. Postcard yeah. from yeah. Tokyo. Yeah, so. so for all those our, our listeners out there you gotta see what daniel minyes is all about you gotta check her you gotta check his youtube site and look at the video postcards and boy crazy yeah man yeah uh, that was that was well when i when i saw when i saw your shibuya segment man like that crossing stuff like Man, like I thought, like man, Dan made it. That uh, that actually just worked out. I mean, I I didn't really have a plan for what type of video I was making. I just I just shot a, a lot of video when I was there, so it ended up when when I got to my computer and when I started editing editing it, the footage made sense. It became into a story that they, all the people in Japan are basically converging in Shibuya. Shibuya. I yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Something like that. Uh, that's basically ah. the concept. What's well, one of the like uh, main attractions in Tokyo, right? Like Shibuya. I've been yeah. there once. I've been there once. Like uh, it was crazy. That's like I was like in a movie because it was people from all different angles were passing in like a yeah. way. Yeah, like, it was a, crazy. It's a hot. Tokyo is a good place. That's like a that's like a bucket list, right? It's a melting pot. I mean, <laughs> if if you're a traveler, like. You got you gotta have your own time lapse at the Shibuya crossing. You have like, to like, uh, although many like people have done it, like, but dude, you have to see it for yourself. Like, I've been there, like, so it's it's a it's a milestone. But then uh, take us through why 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 was that like postcard segment of yours like in a slow lapse, man? What was behind that? Man? Yeah, yeah, let's uh, let's pick your mind, bro. Let's see. I I was just actually thinking I. See, Koi actually way back, Koi mentioned that effect to me, and I wanted to be able to use it in a video that I was gonna make. And, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Koi also introduced that effect to me, so it it made sense. I, I actually like making movies in slow mo. That's one of my favorite effects. It, it's really nice. It's really a 
good tool for story making. It, it has this effect of the, the like drama. It brings drama and like it, it brings more like seriousness to a video if it's slow mo. Like you yeah. get to see the small detail of each walk, right? Yes. Every movement, every yes. frame. Uh, just to give you a, a like a history, me and Dan, we were uh, we were schoolmates in CSB also. Like um, uh, I studied film. He was in animation, right? Wow, so, I didn't like, know that. Yeah, Dan is an, an animator, man. He's crazy. He he loves drawing. Nice. Yeah. Then I was the one. I was the filmmaker back then. Like then every time I have a cl- I, I have a project for school, Dan is my main actor in all my films. I started out as an actor. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Dan was my actor. Like, started out as an actor. If I, yeah. Nice. Dan, you look you look like you could look the part, man. You're you're decent decent looking guy, man. Oh, thank, no, thank, no, you. No, thank you. Thank you. No homo tendencies here. Yo, yo, you look la- like ladies. Part, ladies. Starting a film. At Dan Menyes Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out, yeah, man. Uh, like, follow me on Instagram. So take us take us back to that experience in college man like how your your develop uh, how did you develop your love for film uh well, becoming an animator like um what take us to everything the process yeah. like even before college i already love movies movies are my thing i i love watching movies i love like breaking them down and thinking about what what the story is supposed to be like and everything so like when going into college i don't i don't think i really knew what i wanted so when i got to benil like one of the courses that was offered was animation so i was like i can actually take animation and use it as a tool for filmmaking i can actually use the skills that i get i get from animation in the movies that i'm going to make so that, that's what i was thinking when i when i got there so uh, and then I, I immediately regretted the decision because it turns out that animation is much, much, much harder than. <laughs> Take us through that. Take us through that experience of being a student animator. Like uh... in animation, it's so hard to do that because you can't cram. You really need time to make the animations you're trying to do. And and in class, it's like. Um, the professor is there, so he knows exactly what your capabilities are. So, if you pay somebody to make your project, he'll know immediately that it wasn't you who made it. So, like, I, I don't know. I, I it, yeah. it crossed my mind to do some stuff like that, but uh, I realized like it'd be also a waste of my course that I was there. But I was, it was, I was too far in already. Speaking of animation, man, like, um, what what kind of animation are you guys talking about here? Like, what's your medium, man? Do you like do like, uh, uh, um, like a montage or something, or something like uh, CGI or? Both, uh, I I can do 3D. I can do 2D animation, but only only the basics. I mean, like, it. Uh, I don't do, I don't do it too much because it takes a lot of, a lot of time. And usually, if you're an animator, that's your only yeah. designation. You, you don't do editing, you don't do shooting. If you're the animator, you're only an animator. It's too much work for you to be right. shooting and editing the video yeah, and then you're going to do the animation. It's usually a single skill. Actually a different <laughs> level, man. Because I, I, when I was in back in college, we have an animation class, like basic animation. Dude, you have yeah. to draw. Like there was like uh, 24 frames per second, right, Dan? Yep, like, yes, yes. 
So you have to draw 24 drawings. That's just one second. It'd be hard to explain because it's like this is too much work. It's <laughs> basically like drawing. Yeah, and, and and they they basically gave you like a, a like a death. Yeah, dude, like you have to, that's your that's you can't cram. You can't cram. That's the thing. You cannot cram. There's no there's no shortcut to it. I I'm I'm actually I'm a usually a shortcut person. If I can find a way to make my workflow much easier, I'll try I'll try yeah. to do that. But in animation, there's no there's no but, shortcut. You, you have to actually the shortcut I found is make animation to CD. But as an artist, like um. You guys, do, uh, if it doesn't like it, comes natural, and then as you like what Koi says, like when you do the reps and it come becomes more fluid, yes, and yeah. you come becomes you become more definitely, fluent. Definitely, definitely, right? I actually didn't expect my course to have that much drawing. I was, I don't know what I was thinking. I thought I could draw. <laughs> I, 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 I was like, oh, I, I, I can, I can draw. I, I was, I was good at drawing when I was in grade school, but when I got there. We have a subject that's called life draw. So what happens in life draw is like every meeting you have to do a hundred, a hundred drawings of poses of people. There's a person. You take, you, you take turns posing. You take turns posing in front of the class. Then you have to you have to complete a hundred of those drawings for that one class. And then you have an assignment. By the next time, by the next class, you have to have another hundred that you made at home. Yeah. Mm, I actually yeah. thought that the animation has the same basics as, as filmmaking, basically. They, they teach you how to storyboard, they teach you how to um, storyboard, script writing, everything, all of that. So I was thinking, I can take animation, use the basic skills they give me, plus I'll have another skill, which is animation, which I can use to make visual effects for any future videos that I'm going to make. Dan, I sent Mike one of your projects. Remember your uh, the, I, we went. We're in your we're in your page right now. So like we're the prototype. Remember remember prototype. Oh yeah yeah that's what I, that's what that uh, was my college thesis. So what made you inspire to do this, man? Like uh, what's what's the story about behind prototype? I wanted to make a robot because the robots are the easiest thing to animate in 3D because they don't have joints. If you animate a human being, the elbows when you bend when you bend the skeleton of the 3D thing. The so I, I thought if I make a robot, it'll be easier for me to animate it. So yeah, it, it feels actually a lot easier rather than having a human human model for it. Man, this this looks like this is like um circa 1990s, man. Like PlayStation One. Or man, this is sweet. <laughs> Can you still oh, do man, this now? I, I can still do that now. I, I just choose not to because it's too much work. <laughs> I mean, I already edit videos, which is already a headache. So if I do 3D, it's maybe in the future. Maybe in the future, I, I'll have a, I'll find a use for it. I want it. If ever I do 3D, I want it to, um, I want it to help with my filmmaking. So Dan, like, uh, let's talk about your path as a filmmaker, like. Um, did you ever like tell tell us about your first project? Like, how did they offer it to you? Like, how do you feel? Like, um, how it led you to where you are now? Like, let's talk about that. It's actually a funny story because actually I have a video of myself in 2006. I, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I have a video of myself in 2006. I just 
Oh no, not Visualized it, man. Like uh, that's why. I guess. I, mean, I, I yeah. guess you can you can say that. Like I had a picture of it in my head, but I wasn't sure exactly what I wanted. But I said that I think this is ever I could not ask myself if I had a goal. That would be the goal, basically. I I didn't know at the time. I was I was really young. I I had just moved to Manila. I didn't really know what 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 the future had in store for me. But I'm I'm actually glad that it all just worked out. Because everything, like everything does, it'll all just work out. Like, like what I was saying, Mike. It, you can see based on Dan's story, it's the law of attraction. Law of attraction. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, he saw it in 2008, and it happened in 2018. The fact that it, it still happened, man. Like, it's how you see yourself, though. Like for me, for for setting up goals. I see the end. I begin the end in mind, but I always, I always tweak things because it's it's all, you know, reading these books, man. Like, sorry, I just want to share. Like, yeah, sure, um, man. I read, yeah. I, 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 I read this, I read, I read this book. I started reading the book Think Grow Rich, right? Like a, a year ago, as I, as I mentioned. Then uh, I read about law of attraction and on how you see yourself in a few years, how you like uh, make it happen. And I see it in what Dan was saying and what what he was sharing. Like he just saw it, he gravitated, he gravitated to it, and it happened. So as you can see over there, man. Like uh, I think it really works. It, it's good to having a goal because it leads you somewhere. Yeah, you have to have um, a goal. Definitely, man. You definitely have to have a goal. Even if even yeah, if like, the goal uh, is so far out that nobody will believe you when you tell it. Like I. I'm going to work for this person or whatever. But who's who? Who can tell you that it's not gonna work, right? Like it's not really up to you. We're yeah, human. I think we're capable of doing anything we want. Right? You're the captain of your own vision, man. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Captain Dan. You control, captain Dan, the filmmaker. So Dan, what struggles have you encountered during your start as a filmmaker? Struggles as a filmmaker. Maybe it's it, it's kind of hard to find the actual for me dealing with people. I I'm not that great with like dealing with clients or whatever. Because I yeah honestly like to do my own thing. I 
ever since I was a kid, I, I would throw away the Lego instructions and make the Lego my own way. But like when you get when you get to a certain point in in your career, you actually have to um, be more patient with your clients. Whatever um, you gotta be able to be more professional. With, yes, yeah. not even with, not even with clients, even with your workmates. Yeah, you that come, be able that come to, easy for you, Dan? Like, well, I mean, like uh, like dealing with people is fine. I mean, I I can be friends with you or whatever. But like when it comes to work stuff, I. It's it's really hard for me to I, I like to do things my way. I like to be the one to do it. I I feel like if I don't do it, it's not gonna be done the right way. So yeah, man, yeah. you, you're you're a craftsman, man. Like um, you 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 put your heart in. Like if you see someone tamper with it, like it wouldn't be your work anymore. Mm, yeah, maybe like maybe I was like. I have, I have some projects I was I was underpaid or whatever, but as I feel that I just put that part of my learn learning curve. And like that was the same thing I was yeah. talking to Aaron a while back, like when something like um, you guys start for free, you know, or giving clients free stuff, and then eventually they yeah, like it, and then they come back to you more often. Yeah, actually, I have that. I've done, but. The clients I have for those types of projects are usually friends. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have no, I have no problem with especially if it's for their business or whatever. I can do a video, but if there comes a point where like uh, I've made so many videos, man, and like I gotta get paid, <laughs> yeah, I man. Can't, yeah. Can't, yeah. Like, I, I am right. I, I, I have sharpened my skills so much, and that I don't wanna like use it on something that. Not, not cutting something worth yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. But the funny thing, Mike, uh, uh, going back to the talk with Aaron, like we, we were discussing about pro bono work, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. They, they, they started pro bono work. What Aaron told us is like, what he mentioned was, it shocked me. I thought he did like pro bono work, but yeah, man. he said that he gave a price. He never did anything for free. But that was part of like he was really confident in what he could yeah offer. yeah yeah so it's, he had a different outtake on that like i was expecting you know, maybe he did some pro bono work at first but like i, I was really uh i was like surprised that he like whoa he priced yeah, himself out already but, yeah. but that was that nice was good for him actually yeah like, like so it, it was re- it was refreshing because it was like something definitely new, you know? yeah actually yeah. that could actually be one of my um one of my struggles, maybe, as like a filmmaker editor, I, I, I think I undervalue my skills a lot. I don't know. I, I feel that like maybe I'm not, I'm not worth this amount of money. But I think through the years, I think I can already say that maybe I, I am worth it. Yeah. No, dude, people can't do what you do, man. Like most of the people can't do what you do. Like. Do animation, shoot yeah, the equipment, the thinking, and everything, dude. Like, so you mentioned about filmmaking. We were talking about filmmaking, right? Like, so yes. tell us, tell us, a pre- uh, what what preparations do you usually do in filmmaking or before you start a shoot? Do you like talk to the clients first? You ask their ideas. You you write a storyboard. How do you puzzle everything out? For our for the products that I work with right now. Uh, actually, I, I don't have any part of that anymore. I'm I'm just an editor for our products. But like in a in a regular thing, if, it's, if I'm the, if I'm the director, I usually have a meeting with the client and I ask them what they want. 
and then what the direction of the company is supposed to be like and then i end up sending them tag videos like what they would what i think would best fit their business or company okay i remember when i was working in a prod house i was just a pure editor man like every uh there's a that's, that's what i do now i mean yeah. with, with our yeah. prod house that's, that's what i do i'm just i'm just editor but i shoot also i'm second uh, yeah i'm the second camera uh, I used to love editing, man. Like uh, before, but maybe when I was working too much in this prod house that I had an experience with. Oh yeah, it, 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 will, it, it will definitely burn you out. Editing dude, stuff it, that you it, don't it, like. Yeah, it burned me out because we were editing like fashion stuff. You did a video with Ellie Buendia, the great Ellie Buendia, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We shot, we shot one of his videos for Apartel. Uh, yeah, Apartel. Apartel his oh, new okay. band. So, so. Me and Mike are gonna check it. Out. We're gonna check it out now. Okay? Is this is right, this right. recent then? Or yeah, um, it's recent, like, like two years ago. Twenty seventeen. Two years ago. Seventeen. Three years ago. Three years ago. Oh, so three years. Is it twenty seventeen? Yeah, twenty seventeen, bro. That's here, November nine. Twenty seventeen. Oh, so my Pat I was wrong with my story earlier. <laughs> I actually it is twenty seventeen. Or 2016. I'm not sure anymore. But... See, if if you see the credits over here, you can see Dan's name, Dan Menias, and Jaime Perez Rubio. Shout yeah. out to Jaime. Uh, shout out to Jaime. Like, how was the experience shooting the legend of uh, Elegandia? Lodi bells, Lodi bells, huh? <laughs> Lodi. Yeah, Lodi bells. Lodi bells. Uh, it's pretty good actually. Um, yeah, so like Ellie's girlfriend right now is actually a friend of ours. So mm. she was the one who who hired us basically. She hired she, she talked to Jaime, my other my other friend. So she talked to him, and then he let me know that if I came to work with an with a video with Ellie Bendia, and of course I said yes. Who could say no to that? Yeah, <laughs> like fuck. Uh, uh, I I was actually this is like this is the type of video that yeah sure I'll do it for free but you know you yeah. can't you're not supposed to but this is what like this is what I got into filmmaking for like I wanted to be able to work with my idols to be work with uh, people yeah man right one lucky so, guy Dan yeah. crazy so. So like Eli Bundia man, like uh, did you are you friends with Eli Bundia? Like are you close? Are you tight? <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. I mean like we say hi. <laughs> I mean we he says hi to me. I mean we know each other, but like I added him him on Facebook and he didn't he didn't add me back. So that that made me really oh, sad. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, fine. it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Me. Come on, bro. Give me for a few more jobs. It's, it's all good. So, good. Yeah. so like how do you guys talk so like, you're the one you or you is the, the video we're watching right now are you behind this are did you plan this shoot like did you give suggestions to ellie Bandia or like um like ellie, actually we we met up with audrey and pat these are the directors co-directors audrey and pat i i've known i've known audrey since like maybe when the, to Jaime when I got to Manila and then Pat I I know Pat from CSB because CSB you went to CSB too right Koy? she was our batchmate yeah mm-hmm. yeah she was a good drummer man good yeah drummer, she, she yeah. was our batchmate so we met up with them in Alabang Country Club 
I think in Alabama, it was in Alabama Country Club. So we met up with Audrey and Pat, and then Ellie was just there at the pool. He didn't, he didn't try to meet with us. He was in the pool, he was chilling. So Ellie already planned it out. So this, I think Ellie this, this, this video wasn't originally uh, drafted by uh, the production team. You guys. The shots, the editing is us. But okay. the story is by Ellie and Ellie himself. We, we were just the production team. We weren't the, I wasn't the director or anything. We were more photography, direction of photography and editing and how to in general how to be able to shoot a vid- music video that works that will make sense oh. be able to tell the story better yeah and just just look, just look at the 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 list of this video man like yeah, yeah. it takes, like, it takes dude, a lot like, of people to make up to produce a video like this but then can like dude like can oh, one yeah. person manage all these like well we usually the the roles are like if you're the director you only handle certain parts of the production you have you have a, you have an assistant director to handle everything else so it's like that something like that the director usually just focuses on the final final output basically it's his his vision and then he has assistants to help him achieve that vision I wanted I want to talk to Dan regarding this one. It's the uh, he has a project right now, right, Dan? What? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan uh, has a project right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can, uh, you, can, can you share your project for us, like, so me and Mike will have an idea what you're up to right now. Then was that the one like you guys shot like on, with the red light and something? Was Recently, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah cool. that one. Uh-huh. So, uh, can you tell us more about this? Uh, what this video man and this band uh this is cdo band right yeah yeah it's, it's actually the band of miguel my cousin it's really good miguel miguel mejia yeah he's actually the uh how do you call it owner he? the music man the owner of canto street canto. one half shout of, out to miguel one half of shout canto miguel, man. so like yeah. he approached me this this um quarantine he was asking me like man do you want to make a video and i was also i i actually really burnt out from, from all the work i've been doing in manila I was like i i really needed to get an escape i i was making videos like it was good it was good not complaining about anything but um i was just getting burnt out it was just too much like in for my head in my head it was like it's work and deadlines and schedules and meetings and like I, I i couldn't deal with it so much anymore so i i, I came home here to korea and so I, i wanted to do a passion project i wanted to do something that would that i could actually be free to do whatever i wanted with the video so we got together and miguel actually had a song that he already had made during the quarantine so mike Yeah. How's how's your day, man? man like, <laughs> how's your day? Gosh, man, I've been autopilot like, for the last two days, bro. Like it's it's what, a what time there, like, in Dubai, right? Dubai? Yeah, I'm in Dubai, man. Like how's PJ Dubai there? How's PJ going? You see, you guys see each other there? Actually, we saw, P- we talked to PJ the other yeah. day. Yeah, oh, really, really. I saw PJ the other day, man. Yeah. Like, uh, how is he? Yeah. 
He's doing good. Uh, That's good. Like, um, he's, he's going to a big boy. Actually, he's a big boy. He's the runaway train. Oh, is it actually like Lux? Yeah, he's still the runaway train. He could kick it's your a, ass, but like, dude, the runaway train. Still, still PJ, is, PJ. man. Yep. Yep. Still is. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, so you're you're the one who you're the one. This is all you, like from. This is all you ideas like editing. Uh, or, like, Mostly the shots, the editing is all me. Um, I would say that the story is Miguel, more Miguel. But I, I help fill out the blanks also. We kind of discussed while we were while we were shooting. So like oh. the story wasn't super clear when we, when we were shooting it. It wasn't super clear. We didn't know exactly what I, what we wanted, but we wanted to shoot something. And I was like, in my head, I was like, we can do this. We can totally do this. Imagine Dan if like say we'll let Mike see the video first. I already ah, seen this like, a right while now, ago. Man, you guys just carry on, man. Yeah, you just watch it right now. Listen to the sound. Listen to the singer, man. This singer is like fuck. This is from CDO. Oh, like see see this canto community that's a canto is like brewing some artists, man. Like uh, they, I, I, I like what they're yeah. up to. The, I like what they're. I, I like their concept. Like they keep on nurturing this young bands. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, yeah. We never had that opportunity before, Mike. Right? Like, no it, man. It was always the same I... people. It, it was always Gasolina. Just kidding. It's true. It's always like, <laughs> uh, like the, the same people always around. No offense to them, but we're huge fans. Me and Dan, like every we time. Every we single gig. We watched every single gig in Manila. Every in single. Every single. Every bar is always man. Gasolina. Dan, like you always look like the part. Man, like, imagine like if Kanto was like there before, man, and they were yeah, they, dude, that they were that yeah. If that, if, <laughs> be a really good place to hone your artist skills because there are also older, older artists like I don't know, like maybe me and Miguel if we're considered like older artists, but we're we're there and most the most most of the crowd is like 20, 20, so. It's a really good place to get Yeah, like it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a nurturing place actually. Like their concept yeah. is there. Yeah. Um. No, I think this is the next. Cause like even my classmates from school, like the young guns from school, they yeah. know this place. They know this artist. Like I don't, I even don't know who these are. Like who the even like people, man. Like yeah, I'm so old, <laughs> yeah, dude. I only know, I only know Trazzle, and I only know. Yeah,的，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the，the
the this, the the guy who sang was in front and there was some things happening in the background. Oh, that's one of my favorite scenes. That's actually one of the only scenes that I had in my head before we made the video. That was the only scene that I was really like, this is going to happen for sure. But I didn't know how to make it work. Yeah. I just it, knew it that really it was going yeah, yeah it, it turned out well. It turned out well, I think. I don't know how you, what kind of um, cutscene you call that, like um, the the subject is uh, is close camera and happening in the back. There's something happening in the background as well. Like, like does that explain like a progress in the story or something? I'm not, I'm not a filmmaker. What's the story behind that, man? Like a subject and then there's something happening in the background. Uh, Let's go technical, bro. Explain. Well, well, in like it's actually not a not technically not a split diopter shot. But what do you what do you call oh, it? Oh my, no, my nose diopters. just bled. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Super specs. You're, all right, go explain. A uh, split diopter shot actually is a shot when the the foreground and the background are both here. Oh, but this is that that isn't a split diopter shot, but. It was basically one of my. I actually followed a bunch of filmmakers on Twitter, and then they like yeah. that style. So um, I, I kind of like tried to incorporate it into my video. Man, the minute I saw it, like, whoa, that stood out to me. And nice, uh, it's nice then. Um, um, it complements the, to my the artist. Bro. <laughs> thank you, thank you for noticing. It's actually one of my favorite yeah. from that video. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Kudos to Mike for that eye, man. I, I yeah, good eye, good eye. Like, um, oh, I, yeah. I kind of thought man. of going into uh, being a creative uh, way back then. Like, I was into, like, you know, blogger shit, kind of exploded the scene, and then travel vlogs and all that. And then I kind of nice. got hooked yeah. into, like, Casey yeah, Neistat. It's never too late, man. It's never too late. I remember back in the day, before you were a filmmaker, before all of this, you're already a fan of movies. You introduced me to a ton of movies, actually. Like, and it, uh, then it gave, it, it, <laughs> it, yeah, and it, it gave me a, it gave me also the drive to study filmmaking after I studied culinary, right? So, um, yeah. I knew during, I, kn- I knew like during those times, like, it's not that you're just an artist in filmmaking or animating, but you also rap, bro. Yeah, done. You had some talent yeah. in college, man. Dude, yeah, dude. Like, uh, what was it? What was his nickname? Uh, oh, we like. Uh, I, I think I go by Dangerous right now, but. <laughs> dangerous. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, uh, I'm actually my plan for this year was to make at least one song and one music video for myself. So I hope that by the end of the year I'll have it. I actually. I actually did the same thing. You remember, like, as a story I said about, uh, I told you guys about, uh, I have a video of myself, so 10 years later I did it. I actually oh, have yeah. a video, yeah. I actually have a video of myself earlier this year saying that, I was going, that I'm going to have a music video and a song by the end of the year. So hopefully, I it happens. Hopefully that happens. Yeah. It will yeah, happen, yeah, bro. Yeah, like, back. Yes, 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 yes. Actually, I've been, I've been writing for the past few. Work, working with Solo actually has helped a lot because they're actually really good songwriters and everything. And I've been working with um, John, the, their beat maker of Solo. So he's been making me a few beats and I've actually been writing a little bit for for this oh, song nice. that I make. Yeah. So that's the thing, man. If you're like, uh, you, if you surround yourself with people that will like, 
you will learn from or like will benefit you or will improve you like it can lead you somewhere like it, it can inspire you man, right like that's what i learned man yeah and if you get stuck in a uh and if you're still stuck in a group where you're the guy around then you're in the wrong room you're in the wrong group what yeah. movie inspired you to pursue film what movie hmm yeah that's a that's a really good question uh-huh what movie i know you i i know you know a lot of films man like i know you're like a movie geek i i actually get my movies from you if i were to think of a movie from the top of my head like like from the top of the top of my head like yeah five it, seconds maybe the matrix yeah. the matrix I don't know. I knew it. I knew Matrix. it. Was the Matrix. <laughs> the trilogy. The I knew it, man. The Matrix. I knew it was the Matrix. The Matrix. <laughs> now, now that you got that, top 10, like give us your give the us Matrix. your top ten, man. Give ten or top five. Top ten of all time. That's hard. That's hard. Well, I am give sure. Top five. Top five. I'm sure. Top five, man. I'm sure the Dark Knight is there. Mm-hmm. Hmm, the Prestige also by Christopher Nolan. I love that. Okay. Christian Bale. Uh, magic. I, I didn't well, like that yeah. movie too much. But anyway. What? Really? The Prestige. Oh, oh, I, I know the magic, man. magic thing. I, I yes, know that movie. Yes. It was, it was good, but I won't put it on my top five. It's, I know, I know, but I won't put it on my top five. If, if, uh, it, if it were my list. I knew that you you'd choose the Matrix because I remember you have a screensaver. That's, a, that's, my, favorite. that's, my, favorite. that's my favorite. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. That's like my that's like my dream to be like me. Yo, that, like there's Matrix like coming feel. out, right? That's like my dream. Like in my head, I'm like the hero of this my life. Like I'm Neo. What do? And I'm gonna bend all the rules. I, whatever rules there are in life i'm gonna try to bend them and like <laughs> right right i don't know i don't know it's, it's, uh i really like i really enjoy watching foreign foreign films even local ones even local ones it's actually a good um good exposure to different styles because uh, if you watch all american movies there's already a style yeah there's it's already one style if, if you watch like if you notice Filipino movies, they have a little bit of their own style when it's not a lot of somebody cheating. Favorite Filipino film of all time? One film. The one with Piola Pascual? On the job, on the job, on the job. On the job. Yes. On the job. Was that an indie film? Yeah, no, it was actually a big budget, like oh. a big budget ABS-CBN film, and it was it was Holly. It was like it's a different vibe because it felt yeah. like it wasn't made in the Philippines. Yeah, that's a good movie. That's a good movie. To all our listeners out there, uh, if there are, I'm sure there are there. young guns, old guns, like people from Dubai, people from the state, people from all over the world, man. Like, this question is for them. What advice can you give to people who wants to be like you, man? Like a filmmaker, a rapper? Don't be like me. Be yourself. Uh, be the best True. person of yourself. Like, we all have different paths in life. And, man, there's no... It's not a cookie-cutter thing. Like, one fit doesn't work for every every person, right? Yeah. We're actually just given... We're actually blessed with the time we have on Earth. We have limited time on this earth, so 
we actually have to make most the most of all the time we have we shouldn't yeah if like if you keep thinking that yeah uh, i i i'm not going to do it now because i'm shy or i'm scared or whatever people might judge me it it's actually the best time to do it right which is right now so it'll be yeah. fun to actually have right now and do the things you want to do shouldn't be scared of taking risks whatever of course of course you have to careful you can't just do whatever you want of course right? but if you have a dream you can actually just go pursue it right now do whatever it takes to make that dream a possibility true yes. man like it, that's what me and koi are doing right now yeah like, just, we just want to like, do something just do make, start do something podcast today start it today yeah. but immediately like podcast before also right you, you and i were talking yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah why did why didn't that ever happen man or you guys have the episodes were, already because really? we were thinking, thinking the exact same thing with lots yeah. of time with lots of time <laughs> maybe yeah yeah, yeah right. we, we were lazy time. Yeah, yeah. We actually we, we were, we were, we were yeah. We were thinking. We were like thinking of doing a podcast like years ago, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But I think during that time, I don't think there are platforms like this, like what we're using now, to be able to do this remotely, right? Yeah. Then like, now that we have this anchor, now yeah. we can actually have this platform Amazing. where we can actually. Amazing what technology can do. Oh yeah, man! It it actually makes the world a lot smaller. Yeah. Well, we, I we started this platform, you know, so it would also be a platform for others, like to showcase what they have to offer. Like in an exchange of value, you guys get to come to the show, give us energy, give us flow, and then you know, like share what you can to the world. What is your definition of a huge upside, Dan? Ah, that's a hard question. I, I actually, hmm. you're the first one to. You're the first one. This is the debut of our ending question, actually. Yeah, man. Like, every guest now will, will answer this. Yeah. yeah. Take one for the team, bro. There has to be a negative to every positive. So, like, when we have, like, problems in life... I mean, like, like an example would be right now. I, I'm stuck in Cagayan because of COVID. I actually wanted to be stuck here. And I actually have had more time to make more art the huge upside is you're happy where you are now right yeah, yeah. like yeah. despite 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 of the like the the circumstances dude the upside is like dude i'm happy there's always a, there's always a positive to the negative because if life was all positive then uh, i actually I, i remember a quote a quote from the movie vanilla sky Without the bitter baby, the sweet ain't as sweet. A, a, a life without um, sadness isn't also a happy, thing, right? Because you have to experience both, and that's part of life. That's, that's a big part of life: being up and being down. There's always, uh, for me, uh, let me let me finish you there. For for what I understood, like for every negative reaction, there's always a positive breakthrough. Yes, in yes. the end. There's always a huge upside to everything. That's it. That's the huge upside. Anyway, thank you, Dan. Thank you for everything that you've uh, shared. Thanks, man. Uh, Thanks, thank for you, our listeners out there. Our listeners out there, they were able to get insights from you and from our classmates, from our batchmates, from our, all our all our friends who are listening right now. 
you heard Thank it you. here yeah. at UJOP side that Dan is the man, bro. Like everywhere, like yeah. people message me like, how the da- how's Dan, man? Like like they they want hype them up that like, you're talking to the podcast. So but he, he he's here now and he's UJOP here. Side. Uh, I just want to yeah. sure proud also like the Kawalan music video that's um, coming out next week, July July 8th on the Comunidad uh, YouTube channel. And follow me on Instagram at, at Dan Menace. Yeah. Yes. Oh, for the ladies out there, like this guy is a heartbreaker, <laughs> man. Yeah. Heartbreaker. Yeah, oh, what's up, bro? I'm a nice guy. I'm a nice guy. Yeah. A heartbreaker in a good way, not the I'm a nice heartbreaker, not I'm like the nice fuck dude. boys you always see. Yeah. All right, bro. It's good. Thank you for being here. Thank you for bye, everything, bye, man. Bye, bye. Yeah, yeah, have have a good day. We wish you the best. We'll see you soon. Hope this midweek episode was valuable to you. Midweek episodes are dedicated to get us through the week. Basically, a treat for our listeners. You don't have to wait until Sunday for the next release. So stay tuned for weekly trailers and episode teasers. Until then, see you Sunday.